Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, na'hmadahu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruh wa na'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayh wa na'udu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdiyallahu falamudillalah wa man yudlilhu falahadiyalah wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh arsalahu bashiran wa nadhira bayna yada'i sa'a man yutiyallaha wa rasulah faqad rashada wahtada وَمَنْ يَعْسِهِمَا فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ غَوَى وَإِنَّهُ لَا يَدُرُّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهُ وَلَا يَدُرُّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا إِنَّ خَيْرَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْرَ الْحَدِيثِ هَدِيُّ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الْأُمُورِ أَعْوَازِمُهَا وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلُّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٌ وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٌ وَكُلُّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَأَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال سبحانه وتعالى ومكان الثاني يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما Inshallah, in today's khutbah, I will talk about a subject which is very dear to us, which is calling people towards Islam. We happen to have a class of a high school who's visiting the masjid, the mosque, and they are also listening to the khutbah as well, and we'll continue our discussion about Islam and let them know what Islam is about in the rest of the time, but I would talk, I'd like to talk about the concept of calling the people towards Islam and how it should be done from the example of the seerah of Rasulullah and the Sahaba. And referring back to one of this ayat that is recited very oftenly in the beginning of the khutbah or the sermon, as I recited as well, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The meaning, rough translation of this verse is, O you who believe, keep your duty to Allah, have the consciousness of Allah, and speak always the truth. Always say the truth, always say the straight words, without any crookedness, without any hiding without sugarcoating and without deceiving the people whatever Allah the Almighty has revealed to us let's not be the one who is trying to conceal what Allah has revealed we as the first people who are the followers of the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him sallallahu alayhi wasallam we are commanded to carry on his legacy of carrying this message of Islam to the rest of the mankind. Allah Azza wa Jal, 
He chose the prophets to do the job of carrying the da'wah, carrying the message of Allah to the mankind. We as human beings, besides the messengers, we were given the choice to be a Muslim or not to be a Muslim. In Islam, we do not force anybody to become a Muslim. Our job is to convey the message. Everybody has the will. And, they, and every one of us is accountable in front of Allah. So, la ikraha fiddin, there is no compulsion in the deen. But at the same time, we are the one who chose to be a Muslim compared to the messengers. Messengers were chosen by Allah. They not become messenger because they wanted to be a professional of being a messenger. No, they were chosen by Allah. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was a Mustafa, the chosen one. He was a Mushtaba. He was chosen by Allah Azza wa Jal for this message to be carried to the people. We chose Islam. Since we chose Islam by our own will, it is now up to us to do what we have been commanded, which is to carry this message to the mankind. Now, Allah Azza wa Jal says about when it comes to the da'wah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ صدق الله العظيم The meaning of this ayah is that who is better in speech than the one who says that my Rabb is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he calls towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he does the righteous deeds, and he says, I am the one from the ones who submit to the will of Allah from the Muslimin. So this is a noble job to call the people towards Islam. And this job has been transferred to us. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the meaning of the verse is, we have made you, the one who believe in Allah, has nothing to do with any race, brown, black, yellow, no, the one who believe. It has nothing to do with the gender. Male, female, all of them are part of the ummah once they accept this message. And you are the best nation. You are the most just people. And you are witnesses over mankind. You are accountable for the mankind. And Rasulullah Prophet Muhammad was the, was the messenger and he was witness over us. So that's what when we talk about the job that we have been given. Now we have the job of the jobs of the prophets, which is the carry this message. Now the example, and quickly I will talk about, is the example from the seerah of Rasulullah wasallam when he was carrying the da'wah in the Mecca. And uh, he was calling people towards Islam. I will try my best to translate as much as I can when I'm talking, because there are people here who cannot, we may not understand otherwise. So when he was calling people towards Islam in Mecca, Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the Sahaba, the companions of the Prophet, they were all going through very difficult times to the point, it got to the point that the, some of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, they had to migrate to Habasha or Abyssinia, a today's time when we call them as Eritrea and Ethiopia. They migrated there. Among the migrants, one of the migrants was the cousin of the Prophet Muhammad, Ja'far bin Abi Talib. An, may Allah be pleased with him. And when the group of the Muslims, they migrated from Mecca to Habasha, to Abyssinia, 
over there when they, the, because Prophet Muhammad said, the king who is a Christian king, who is in Abyssinia at that time, he is a just king, you should go and take asylum over there. And the Muslims went to Abyssinia, and they took the asylum. But the people of Mecca, who were the enemies of the Prophet Muhammad, and Islam, and Allah, they sent their delegates to the king, with lots of gifts. And those gifts were given to the bishops around him, or whatsoever, those Christian leaders around the king, and for the king. So they can get the attention from the king. And they wanted him to be take, given back to the Meccans. So when that happened, they told them that they have, these are some rebels from our people, they left their religion, and they have taken refuge in your land, and we want them back. Among the Muslims, they decided Jafar will be the one who will be the spokesperson for the Muslims. And he gave an eloquent speech, and that's what I want to just refer today, and inshallah, by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will conclude my talk. When Jafar came, he replied to him, and I'm going to just read it as it is. It says, O king, we were plunged in the depth of ignorance and barbarism. We adored idols. We lived in unchastity. We ate the dead bodies, and we spoke abominations. We disregarded every feelings of humanity and the duties of hospitality and neighborhood. And, and the neighborhood were neglected. We knew no law but that of strong. When Allah raised among us a man of whose birth, truthfulness, honesty, purity, we were aware. And he called the oneness of Allah and taught us not to associate anything but with anything with him. He forbade us the worship of idols and he enjoined us to speak the truth, to be faithful to our trusts, to be merciful and to regard the rights of the neighbors and kin and kith. He forbade us to speak evil of women or to eat the substance of the orphans. He ordered us to fly from the vices and abstain from evil, to offer prayers, to render alms, and to observe fast. We have believed in him, we have accepted his teachings and his injunctions to worship Allah and not associate anything with him. And we have allowed what he has allowed and prohibited, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for this reason, our people have risen against us and have persecuted us in order to make us forsake the worship of Allah and return to the worship of idols and other abominations. They have tortured and injured us until finding no safety among us. We have come to your country and hope you will protect us from oppression. When the king Najashi or the Negus, they used to call him, that was the title of the king of Ethiopia or Abyssinia, a Christian king, upon listening to what Islam is about, he said, do you have something from the scripture that was given to your messenger? And Jafar he started reciting some of the ayat from Surah Al-Maryam, which can be translated as a chapter about Mary, the mother of Isa, in which it is mentioned how the Mary was getting food from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once he recited some part of the Quran, and uh, he started crying, and the bishops who were around the, the, the king, they started crying to the point their the, the tears start rolling over cheeks and their beards become wet with the tears. And then it says, it seems if these words and those which were revealed to Jesus, Isa, are the rays of the light which have radiated from the same source. Referring to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said to the people who came from Mecca, from the Quraysh, 
I'm afraid I cannot give you back these refugees. They are free to live and worship in my realm as they please. Now, the delegates who came, they went back and they started talking to each other that, well, you know, that included Amr bin al-As and Abdullah bin Abi Rabia. And they were not Muslim at that time. And they discussed Amr bin al-As, who was not a Muslim at that time, he became Muslim later on. He said, he's going back to the king and the bishops and tell them what these Muslims believe in about Isa, about Jesus, uh, Prophet, uh, peace be upon him. That they say he is a regular person like you and me, and uh, he, they do not believe in him as God. Hence, this will motivate the king, inside king, to throw, him, throw them back to Mecca. Now, next day they went again with the gifts and all those things, and they brought up this issue. And here, Jafar radiallahu an, his response was very clear when it comes to the when it comes to about Isa alayhi salam. Instead of trying to hide anything about Isa alayhi salam, because now they were in a very tough situation, they were already they already ran away or protected themselves from the oppression of the Meccans to Habasha to Abyssinia, and now they have they are in a situation that uh, if, they, if they say the truth, there's a chance that they will be thrown out of uh, Habasha as well, Abyssinia, and back to Mecca, or maybe the king may persecute them as well. But Jafar, he took the stance of saying the truth. This is the verse I started with, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us, قُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا Say the truth, say the upright words. And that's what Jafar radiallahu anh did. He said, we speak about Isa or Jesus, as we have been taught by our Prophet, peace be upon him, that he is a servant of Allah. He is Abdullah. He is he's a messenger or the Prophet or Rasul of Allah. His ruh, his spirit and his word breathed into Virgin Mary or Maryam salam. And he said the truth. Now, the bishops who were around the king, they got very angry. But on the other hand, the king, the Najashi, who was a just king, a Christian king. He said, even so do we believe, blessed to you and blessed to your master. Then turning to the frowning envoys, all those bishops, and he said, you may fret and fume as you like, but Isa, Jesus is nothing more than what Jafar has said about him. And then he assured the Muslims that they can live and practice their deen, practice their religion <coughs> freely. Why am I bringing this when we are talking about calling the people towards Islam. The story behind that, the reason of representing this story is, we have some of the people who are here to learn about what Islam is. So when we are presenting Islam, and that's something incumbent on us, that we present Islam as is. Like Jafar radiallahu anh, even though he was going through very difficult times, but he presented Islam, as Allah revealed. So we should not be the one who have given the message <coughs> or revealed a message from the Creator and instead of revealing to the rest of the mankind, we become the concealer. We become the one who try to hide what Islam is about. Let's not be overwhelmed by what the media presents about Islam. We are the one who are the carrier of this torch. 
We are the one who's the carrier of this nur. We are the one who's carrier of this Islam, the message from Allah, the Almighty. We have this obligation on our shoulders to present them as what Islam is about. As Islam is a comprehensive way of life. Islam is not just a religion to be just practiced in the masajid, practiced inside the houses. Rather, it gives us a comprehensive way of life. How to worship the creator of the heavens and the earth and in a comprehensive manner so we can live the life that pleases the, uh, the creator of the heavens and the earth and brings the harmony among the mankind and become the real mercy for the mankind for which the Prophet Muhammad was sent as the Quran says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ And we have not sent you but the mercy to the mankind. أقول قولي هذا أستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفره إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.